Hey, let's talk to your buddy, Jerry, Jackie, the joke man, Martling. Jackie, what's up? Jackie! Boys? Hello, how are you? Uh, I could not be much better if it wasn't for the entire world. Yeah, it's uh, (laughs) such a strange, strange time. Uh, The book is called From Bow to Stern. It's available on Amazon. You're not still... Torg was telling me, my partner, he wasn't here last time you were with us that he worked in Phoenix and spent some time with you. Uh, you're not still traveling anymore, are you, with no, the pandemic? No, I have to correct you. The name of the book is The Joke Man, Bow to Stern, because if you just put him Bow to Stern, you get a seventh-grade sailing manual. <laughs> <laughs> so it has to be, I'm not making a joke, it's The Joke Man, Bow to stern. No, I'm not going anywhere. I'm I'm old. I'm like 54 years old, so I I'm in trouble if I go if I travel. Do you have any, uh, Jackie? Do you have any? Because we were talking about the stock market and that Robin Hood stuff. How many stock market jokes do you have? I, you know, not a lot because they're like all one. You know, I I, I just know my stock market joke is not even a joke. Uh, <laughs> You know, when the stock market crashed, I said, I can't believe I lost half my money and I still have my wife. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jackie is a... And you know what? That's all it takes. Any joke after that is too weak, you know. You know, we got to talking and questioning earlier this morning. So do you, you not only know every joke ever written, but you write new jokes, right? Nobody writes jokes like you do. Well, I, you know, I don't really write joke jokes that much, hardly at all. And it's really funny because jokes, you know, I've been around forever and they come around, And I love when somebody comes up and tells me one that, like, uh, I've actually written, you know. And most of them are are pretty foul. Right. But, uh, <laughs> but it, is, it is fun to, to come up with something and then see it. But the, but the truth is that they've all been around for so long that you can't really come up with anything. Yeah, That's I was new. On the Stern show, everything I wrote was, was off out of my head, but they weren't jokes. They were just comments like if you guys were talking, you know. Right, yeah, yeah. right. But, but I have thrown enough into the bone pile, and you know, and there are zillions, and it's, uh, it, they just did a documentary on me, and everybody's raving about how great it is. But, of course, my luck, you know, it, I mean, besides me, I'm not the only one unlucky from the virus. But, uh, you know, there's no film festivals, there's no movie theaters, yeah. so we can't take it. I want to take it around and show it and, and do Q&A. You wouldn't believe that 20 years later how much interest there is still in not only the Stern Show, but my participation in it because they, they think that the 90s was the highlight of the whole show. And everybody, I meet 30-year-old kids, 25-year-old kids that say, hey, you're you're our favorite thing on the Stern Show. I'm like, well, you weren't even born when I left. (laughs) Yeah, right. Who knows? You know, I'll take it. You know what I've been doing a real lot of uh, is Cameo.com. Do you know what that is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We see Gilbert. When that first came around a couple years ago, however long ago, I was like, listen, I know I'm off the show. I know I've slipped, and I know I'm... Finding my way around in, in the uh, wrath of hell here, but I haven't slid down this far. And then I saw a couple people were doing it that I know and liked. I said, you know what the hell? It's like a year ago or so I signed up for it, and it's my favorite thing because you know you can't go out and do comedy, you can't go to a club, you can't go to a party, 
you know, and uh, or fireman's dinner. You know, I've done all kinds of gigs, but you don't get to do them. And if you're a comic, you know, it's like it's like you you drug to get laughs. So I do these cameo dot com things, and I do two or three minutes of jokes a couple times a day. <laughs> and it's almost like my methadone. I, you know, like all of a sudden I feel good, like because I made somebody laugh. Or I, I, you don't know that, but you assume you made. But you know me, I, I make me laugh, which is all I care about. When is the last time somebody told you or stumped you? Is it even possible to do with no, a joke? It, it, number one, it's very possible, and it's at the point where the times that people stump me are, uh, you know, monumental to me, and they're so funny. Uh, you know, back when you could be uh, be rude, I I don't care if it's politically correct. I was I was I was doing uh, hosting Rascals Comedy Hour in like 1989, and uh, I had been at that club forever, and and I was playing stump the joke man on stage, and a girl came up on stage and asked me a joke, and <laughs> it was a kind of joke that I of course would know, and I said I. I I can't believe I I can't think of the answer. And she told me the joke and told me the answer. She and she said, uh, "Why do they bury Jewish guys standing up?" And the answer was, "So the change doesn't fall out of their pockets." Okay. <laughs> yeah. So so I said, "I can't believe I didn't know that stupid joke." And she said, "Neither can I because I stumped you with the same joke." two years ago on the same stage. <laughs> so, you know, I guess they, I, things fall through the cracks, you know, but I've got, the last time somebody got me really, really good, this is a good story, he, it was a packed club with Mark Hudson from the Hudson Brothers, and it was, you know, he does these yeah. oldies type shows, and uh, Billy J. Kramer from the Dakotas was there, but at Iridium, where Les Paul used to work, and, uh, it's packed and we get done with the show and this guy comes up and says, Jackie, I know you know every joke, but I got to try one. I know you for 40 years, but I still, I said, listen, I listen to what every time. Cause you never know. He told me a joke. That's too dirty for my act because you know, you can't do things. That's hard in your to act do. That, yeah. You can't do things in your act that slow people up and make them think you got to just make them laugh and move on. But not only can I not do it in my act, you can tell it on terrestrial radio, and you can tell it to your five-year-old kid. Wow. Now, imagine that. You ready? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a girl calls the doctor, and she says, Doc, I have diarrhea. Can I take a bath? And he says, if you have enough. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just, oh. is just so wrong, but so funny. Uh, and every time somebody gets me, he's like, listen, you don't have to pretend you haven't heard it. I'm not pretending. I can't believe I missed that, you know. Uh, it, it's fun. It's still fun. And people still, to this day, you know, I get emails and people come up to me and, and they want, and I listen to them because it's fun. And they get, yeah. they get just as big a kick out of it when I know it as when I don't know Jackie, it. Jackie, you know? the joke man, is with us. And we played the other day one you had on Twitter, uh, the two settlers and the drummer joke. And I thought that was so, so funny. Musician jokes. We have a lot of musicians. Uh, oh, that is that, you know who told me that joke? Paul Schaefer. Oh, from Letterman, yeah. Yeah, they, you know, we're all exchanging jokes. So, uh, tell, tell it again. Tell it again. Two settlers are walking along in a canyon, 
And all of a sudden they hear boom, 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 boom. And one settler says, man, I don't like the sound of that. I don't like the sound of those drums. And from, from up at the top of the cliff, somebody yells, he's not our regular drummer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you have a lot of musicians? I'll tell you a joke. I, I'll clean it up for the air, but you can use your okay. imagination. A bunch of gangsters going to a nightclub. And one of the gangsters goes up to the band leader and said, yo, can you play Strangers in the Night in 5-4 time? And the band leader says, why? He says, the Godfather wants to sing. He says, all right. So he turns to the band. He says, all right, guys, Strangers in the Night, 5-4 time. And they start playing. And the Godfather comes up on stage and he goes to the mic and he says, Strangers in the friggin' night. <laughs> yeah, when it comes to musician jokes, drummers always seem to get the short end of the stick. Oh, oh, you know, of course. God. You know, I, I, I drive around with drumsticks on my dashboard so I can park in the handicapped spaces. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's all, it's all so stupid. You know, <laughs> you know there was a, there was a, uh, a banjo duo from, from Ireland, and they were Smith and Wesson, and they were the worst in the world, and the only gig they could get was in Scotland. And the, the pay was so bad that the only way to make it worthwhile to take the gig is, is they went to Scotland on a manure barge. Okay. And they, they're on a manure barge, and when they pull up at Scotland... <clears throat> the captain yells to the customs official. He says, the, the official says, what do you got, captain? He says, well, I've got 5,000 pounds of manure and Smith & Wesson, the banjo duo. He says, all right, come on in. And as they're going in, Smith says to the captain, he says, captain, would you mind on the way back? Could we get top billing? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love it, man. Showbiz jokes are great, man. <laughs> Showbiz joke. The aristocrats, of course, the famous one going way back. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I'm just about I, They just did a documentary on me, and I, I'm so excited about it. But the next thing we're going to attack is is a jokes documentary, you know, right. how they've been around forever and how they get past. So I've been, I'm, you know, I've always been I, I, an actual student of this crap. I mean, I, I knew the aristocrats joke, you know, 20 years before they made the right. movie. Right. And, uh, I, and I was friends with the guy Gershon Legman who, who they quoted from the, his book, you know, it, it's, like he, it was the last joke on the last page of his big joke collection, and I made it the last joke on the last page of my book, and my book came out like ten years before the movie. Yeah, right. Like Penn Jillette and and and, uh, and Paul Provenza came to me and said, "Jackie, we have to put you in the movie because we did a search on the web under the aristocrats joke." And we only got two hits, and they were both your website. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I had the version from Gershon Legman's book, and then I had my version. You know, So I've been around way too long. I should be a lot richer. I shouldn't be talking to Ohio on the talk. <laughs> <laughs> the book, The Joke Man, bowed to Stern. He was on Stern's show for years. How rich was it when Howard came out and talking about how Ellen treats her uh, 
her employees, and then all his people turned on him and go, really? You know, I... You're bagging on her, Howard Stern? I don't pay any attention to anything. Yeah. And uh, I I never listened to show when I was on it, when I was off it. But, of course, the whole world watched to tell me what's going on. Yeah. And, you know, he inadvertently helped me because I had this book out for a couple years, and everybody loves the book that gets it. But, of course, he never mentioned it to his audience but then he put out a book, and if you put out, a, if you have a book and it's on Amazon, if somebody goes to buy it when they're just about to click on it, underneath it says, "People who bought this book also like." Yeah. And there's my book, and so many people. My book company calls it. Man, you just got a huge bump in sales. What happens where people are buying his new book and looking and seeing my book underneath? And they already got the mouth yeah. out. They already got the credit card in. And with one click, boom, Jackie makes a sale. So I got really lucky. <laughs> with, you know. with everything, Jackie, being so PC and everybody so woke now, when you do work a club, finally, are you able to do a lesbian I joke? I've the same thing since, like, 1953. You don't I get just, rude? You know, I've nev- never been especially rude, but, you know, I've always done, you know, Jewish jokes, black jokes, Polish right. jokes, fat jokes, skinny. You know, it might be wrong, but there's never been a person in the world that came up and said, you're offensive. Because if you can't tell that I'm just being an idiot, you're a moron. Yeah, right. It's yeah. like going up to Mo and saying, why are you hitting that guy in the eyes? It's like, get over it. We're doing a show here. Can you do gay jokes still? Uh, yeah, but they're all true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, you know, I, I just take it so light on all that. I mean, right. I try and make it harmless, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and of, of course, <clears throat> of course, everything is offensive. But, you know, usually when I did a, a show, like if I was doing, if I saw a black couple in my audience, I'd look right at them when I was telling them black jokes, and they'd come up and say, you know, you're the funniest guy in the world. You know, it's... Uh, I think it's all intent, you know? Yes, right. I, I, yeah. I guess some of the really worse ones I don't tell anymore, but they're, just, they're, they're too rude for me. Yeah. You know, because <laughs> I've, I've probably softened up somewhat just because of age and, and it would look a little crazy. So I'm, I'm not sure if I'm a hypocrite. I just know that I keep... I keep it to where the audiences laugh for an hour. That's all. Uh, you know, give us- the audiences are varied, and you know what I mean? Give us one to end on here, a couple here to finish up. Cameo.com slash Jackie Martling, please. If you want okay. me to send a joke to your friend and tell tell Jerry Elliott that uh, <laughs> he's got bad breath and happy birthday. <laughs> i got all these uh, oh, things. But here's the, here's the greatest joke. It's a guy uh, goes to his neighbor's house, and he says, and the neighbor answers. He says, the neighbor, hey, man, since the COVID hit, I haven't seen your wife. And he says, oh, she's out back in the garden. And the guy says, well, I was just out there. I didn't see her. He says, well, you got to dig down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's great. Thanks, Jackie. I, let's, I would do okay. this anytime. Okay. I always have a joke for you. Listen, when we, when we finally put out the, the documentary, I'm definitely going to call you guys for some plugs. All right. All right. Thanks, Jackie. Thanks, Jackie. Thanks, fellas. See you. Bye.